0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within podcast. I'm Enrique, your host, and today I am blessed to have JJ Burden with me. Not only am I an NFL fan, but I'm a his fan because uh, he worked. He, you know, he played for a couple of teams that I'm fond of. Uh, you know, as a Navy man, I favor the Chiefs any day. Uh, but uh, JJ, thank you so much for being with me today and sharing this important topic of leadership and overcoming, right? Because there is there is something to be said about overcoming, but some people miss the middle part. And you're gonna be talking about that middle part, how do you get there. So JJ, thank you for being with me this morning.
1: Yeah, good morning to you too, Enrique, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the show and just kind of share some, you know, give some value to your audience.
0: Yes. I, I, and, and they will get that. I, I told you earlier in a conversation that your, your FASCO, which, which we will be talking about here, or he will be talking about here this morning, just resonated with me in terms of leadership, because there's a lot of leaders out there, that have learned to sur- get surrounded by some strong people. And, mm-hmm they make up for your failures, right? Your, your inabilities. And that's good. I I encourage leaders to really get surrounded by a strong team that can us, you know, just help them and and be that, uh, that help when you cannot. Uh, So that's a great thing. But what happens when that team goes away and you're standing on your own two feet? you know and and when i was reading about your program and what you speak about i said man that is just perfect uh to talk to leaders about overcoming and how to overcome but i won't steal your thunder brother i'm going to let you go ahead and introduce what you got but we're going to be talking folks about leadership and overcoming and how you get there
1: yeah no i appreciate that and you know it's just Um, FASCO is an acronym I came up with some time ago, um, and it basically stands for failures, adversities, setbacks, challenges, and obstacles. And, and Enrique, what happened was I was given a lot of keynotes over the years, and I would use these words individually. And one day I thought they all pretty much mean the same thing, you know, because I have been dealing with all of that throughout my journey. to the nfl the time i was there and in my post nfl career so i i wanted people to understand that fasco really is just when something happens to you that's unexpected that you're not prepared for maybe there's something blocking you from achieving a goal you experience a difficulty a test but it's really something's testing you to see how bad you really want it how bad you really want the goal how bad you want to be a successful leader how bad do you want it? And it it appeals to everyone, but yeah, we're talking about leadership here too. And I think it's important for leaders to understand that this is part of the journey. This is part of the process. And to be an effective leader, you have to have the ability to conquer those moments because I believe that leaders lead from the front. They got to set the pace. They got to set the example and they have to be able to show such leadership to their their employees, to their team, whoever they're working with. But I firmly believe leadership starts with you. It starts with the leader first. They got to get their stuff together before they effectively can lead others.
0: Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. As a matter of fact, I said that very same thing this last week uh, as a reply to a post on LinkedIn. Um, And it is one of the pillars that I use when I train leaders. If you don't have it, you can't give it. If it's not in you, where is it, right? And so you have to find that inside of you and be able to reflect that, so that others can see that you have it. Um, so I love that uh, it truly does start in you first. Um, so as yeah. as I was reading uh, the Fasco and 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 you just broke them down, you know, failure, adversity, setbacks, challenges, and obstacles. Um, I I started to think about. Um, that they all kind of affect you in the same way, and you just rightly said, "How bad do you want it? how mm-hmm. bad do you want it and that's what these things kind of d- do throw in your face um but they they individually they are uh different in 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 the instance of some are emotional some are some are mental some are physical you know mm-hmm. actual objects in your way um mm-hmm. And 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 they all take a different form, but with the same objective. So I would love to dive into failure and let you talk a little bit about that and, and step us through each one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, failure, one thing I appreciate about failure is I think failure is one of the best mentors we can ever have. You talk about an opportunity to learn from a situation from where things don't go the way you expect or you don't achieve what you want. I think it's a great opportunity for growth. And what I always encourage leaders to do is I say, when you deal with failure, right away you have to ask, why did it happen? What can I learn from it? And how can I turn this into an opportunity? It's one of the things that I learned as a professional athlete, because in the NFL, you might have 80 different offensive plays, but every play doesn't go to perfection. You do fail on some plays, but when we watch the film, we'd always look and see, okay, what is the error I made? How can I correct it? Then how can I make sure I don't do it again the next game? So leaders have to go through this process instead of kind of having their own pity party, (laughs) take a step back and say, okay, what can I learn from it? Because it's an opportunity for growth.
0: Yes, I I truly uh, believe that uh, failure is a teacher. If it's anything, it will teach you. Uh, and it will teach you a couple of things. It will teach you how not to fail again, or it will mm-hmm. teach you your inability to recover uh, when when it's not for your it's not for your demise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you you just mentioned it perfectly. What's your mindset around failure? Because if you think about failure in a negative light, it will always be a challenge. But if you yeah. think of failure as an opportunity, For another try right you know how could you fail i bet you can never fail um and i've often said uh, in the word failure and i love how to i I love to play with words in a way you know fail is one thing lure is another and what you must Mm -hmm. avoid is the lure in failure the pulling Mm -hmm. you back to always failing Right. use it as a catapult and 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 I love I love how you put that. So yeah. most most leaders uh, are afraid of mm-hmm. failure. They they are they uh, some are deathly afraid um because it's tied to money. Now mm-hmm. when you tie a objective to money and it could mean the life or death of your company, I could understand the apprehension. I <laughs> I can right. understand I might not want to, but failure is probably one of the least uh, impactful of all the things that you're going to talk about. Because I love yeah. for you to talk about adversity. Adversity that that really can get you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> adversity really can get you. And I tell you, the way I see adversity is usually when adversity happens usually it's something that's out of your control. Mm -hmm. You know, adversity can strike in so many different ways from so many different angles, but usually it's something out of your control. So what I try to tell people that when you deal with adversity, you got to focus on control what you can control. What can you control within that situation? Because you probably cannot control what was the main thing that caused the adversity. So focus on what you can control and then move forward with that because... Sometimes when adversity hit, we can get so down because of that situation affecting us so negatively that it can take us out of the game and we should not allow it to do that. That's why I say, take a step back, control what you control and focus on that.
0: I, I love that. And, and JJ, look, I'm gonna, I, I love being honest about myself. I love, uh, you know, I, I live a life of truth. Last week, I had uh, Dr. Maya Rocking Moore Cummings I'm on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a mistake, and talk about feeling the pains of adversity. The, uh, I did. I made a technical, you know, uh, mistake that cost me the video. I love the mm-hmm. video of these shows, but the th- the funny thing is, and as I was saying, adversity can really get you because it started to eat at me that mm-hmm. I failed in that regard. Um, but there were things that I just couldn't control. Right. It, it would, they were technical. It wasn't something that I, got, you know, that I was controlling, but it was eating at me. It, it, yeah. You know, well, maybe you're not, you know, you you're not this ain't for you, you know. And 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 all the things that we talk about and I even teach about came at me. And that's what adversity is, it comes at you. And its aim is to destroy you from inside out. And so um, I I even thought that, man, maybe you should just stop. (laughs) No (laughs) joke. I mean, this is happening. And until my wife came, and and this is the part about adversity that that I love, especially just in my story. Here comes my wife and says, um, how many times has this happened? Oh, I mean, it's never. It's ne- okay, this is the first time it's happened. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she and she got me grounded right. Uh, because here we go. And and so there were some things that I that I could change. I I right. I sought out better yeah. technical support. Yeah. Which is feeding us, you and I, today. So. Yeah. So, just as an example, a real one that happened to me last week, I'm, I'm living it today. Adversity came. I thought all the wrong things. I had a support system. I got the real tech, the right technical support system, and now mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, it's 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 great. It's yeah. great today. So, adversity, though it may come to you, though it may yeah. uh, seek to you know wipe you out, just remember. Tomorrow's another day. Today is great. Right. And so thank, thanks for uh, uh, opening up that, uh, that piece.
1: Let me add something to that because you, you, you kind of triggered something that I train on when I talk about this topic. We, when I was in the NFL, I had this great coach, Marty Schottenheimer, who just recently died a year, um, a week ago, great mentor, great coach, learned so much from him but one of his teaching points to us was one snap and clear because on every offensive play, when the ball snapped, that begins a play. Right. When the play's over, the ref blows a whistle and he would say, no matter what happened on that play, it's one snap and clear. You have to forget about it because if you don't, it's gonna affect you on the next play. So we trained ourselves, Enrique, to be able to do this concept of one snap and clear because sometimes I had some bad plays. i drop a ball or I'd miss assignment. I could not allow that to eat at me because it would affect my performance in the next play. And so that kind of falls in line with what you're sharing. Your your wife kind of reminded you, but you once snap and clear, you move forward, you correct it, and you move forward. So that's something that can be applied from a leadership standpoint to deal with
0: adversity. I love that, yeah, that's, you know, snap the ball, get in that game, getting that in that actual plan for that that time and mm-hmm. stick to it hey when the whistle blows this time is over right so yeah no i love it I, I love it i love it so uh so we've dealt with failure we've dealt with adversity um but there's this thing called setbacks
1: yeah
0: um i mentioned leadership a- in a corporate setting how sometimes financial uh, monetary is is in the decision making uh, it's also in the failure and and the obstacles. Um, some setbacks are more costly than others, right? right. Um, step step me through setbacks and how you how you uh, tackle that.
1: yeah, setbacks is really interesting because you could be winning and then all of a sudden you could be losing all of a sudden you experience a setback. I mean, you could be having a great day, a great week, and all of a sudden, there's a setback, meaning that, you know, something didn't go the way you want it, you, you you had to take a step back in whatever capacity. But it all, to me, it always comes back to mindset because long as you understand, you're not always going to be winning. You're going to experience those setbacks. And so it's being able to understand Having a positive mindset separates the best from the rest because when you deal with these setbacks, you recognize they're learning opportunities, they're temporary, and you're to still get back, back on track. And I think that's where the mindset really comes into play because you think about somebody like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't win every single time. Michael didn't work, didn't work, you know, make every basket every single time. But when he experienced those bad games, what did he do? He went back to the basics setbacks are perfect opportunities to go back to the basics and go back to mastering and perfecting your skills because maybe there was something you need to polish up. So I think it's a great growth opportunity to go back to the basics and make sure that you put yourself in a position to overcome that setback.
0: Yeah, I, I, you, you're talking about that. And in the Navy, we, uh, had a, uh, a MCPON, a master chief petty officer of the Navy. And he brought in a program that was called Brilliant on the Basics. Mm-hmm. That basically uh, encouraged all leaders to go back, right? To almost set back. Uh, and, uh, you know, as, as you was talking, I remember that. Uh, but it also comes to my mind, uh, make your setbacks your set up. Uh, yeah. A lot of the setbacks are to set you up and you 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 have to look at these things in this way because if you don't setbacks can also uh not only uh put you in a different position but cause you to continue to head that way and if you don't see your setbacks as Mm -hmm. an opportunity to set up your next uh achievement your next success yeah then you could be basically heading in the wrong direction you know uh, uh so so i love yeah. the fact that that we can actually uh, use these moments um look at the world a huge setback mm-hmm. we we almost got set back to, to cave days hiding in a <laughs> cave right Hi- hiding in your house we everybody mm-hmm. got set back but it, yeah. it it was, uh, and they called it the great reset, right? The great reset. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. But it was an opportunity to set up. The reason why this podcast is alive was because of that setback. Mm-hmm. That setback set me up. So uh, how, how do you feel about that?
1: <laughs> I love that because you just said something that I typically say, but I phrase it differently that setbacks are the perfect opportunities for comebacks. Mm. And as an athlete, because this is the mentality we have to have because we might have a game where we're, we're playing great. We're supposed to win. And all of a sudden third quarter, (laughs) we experience a major setback. We're down two touchdowns. We had to have the mentality that the game is not over. Now it's time to take our comeback to the next level. And I can't express how many times we were able to do that. And when you relate that to today is like, yeah, last year in 2020, I think we were all kind of caught off guard. <laughs> we got hit with a major setback, but we know what we're going into in 2021. So there's no reason why 2021 should not be our comeback. The key is, and here's the X factor, and you know this, How hard are you willing to work for it? Mm. How much work are you willing to put in to get it done? Because as you know, many people want success. They want that comeback, but not everybody's willing to do what it takes. And that can always be the difference maker.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I I wear my t-shirt, you know, the success to you. It it truly is my my wish for everyone, Uh, but it really boils down to the person, right? It really boils down to how much they want it. So we have setbacks uh, and we also have challenges. These, these challenges uh, uh, have different forms as well. Um, you know, they could be actual personal challenges. They could be physical challenges, uh, mm-hmm. mental, emotional. It, it, it just runs the gamut down the, down the list, right? So tell okay. me a little bit about challenges and, and how do I get past these things?
1: Yeah, challenges is is probably one of my favorite ones because like you said, there can be emotional challenges, physical challenges, there can be business, family, it could be a little bit of everything. And having experienced this multiple times, the reason why I love this because challenges give you the opportunities for breakthroughs. You know, when you experience that challenge in life, it's it's like you're at a crossroad, you know, and that moment can either take you down and out or it can take you to bigger and better things. And I'm speaking from experience because in 1989, my second year in the NFL, I was cut by the Browns. And then um, I went to visit Kansas City, Green Bay, and Detroit the next four or five days. I flunked all of their physicals. So within a five-day period, I was rejected by four NFL teams. Challenge. What I think, hey, let's go home and keep working out and get the knees stronger. A couple weeks later, I signed by the Cowboys. I'm on their practice squad, Enrique, for the entire season. They say they're going to play me. I never play in a game. And when the game, when the season was over, Jimmy Johnson, head coach, said, We don't think you're going to make it in the NFL. You should probably go do something else. Major challenge. But I was at a crossroad. I said, Okay, JJ, it's either this moment could take you out where you go give it up and go do something else. Or, you allow it to take you to bigger and better things. And this is where challenges really kind of looks you in the eye and say again, do you really want this? Yes. Okay, what are you willing to do to change the situation? And I spent a couple of weeks working my butt off, got a call from the Chiefs and the rest is history. So that's what I love about challenges because they put you in that corner and they say, okay, are you willing to do this? Are you willing to do something about it? Are you willing to make a change? or you got to walk away with a big excuse. And so it's it's an opportunity for a breakthrough. And we all have those challenges and those breakthrough moments are the moments you don't forget because I'm sitting here telling you this story that happened to me 30 years ago, but that was the moment that took my career to another another level.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love that story. A true descriptor of what challenge really is, uh, but even more, what heart, and challenge is um, because challenge. If you look at the word, it is a, a, a an I dare you. That's that's what that is. A challenge is a I dare you to do this. Um, and and a lot of people just don't have it in their heart to fight that challenge. Uh, right. And and when that challenge that 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 piece of whatever it may be a, a voice. Uh, you know, like, hey, I don't think you're going to cut it in the NFL. Did he look down the road? (laughs) right? No, no, he didn't, right? He didn't look down the road. We saw what happened down the road. You know, I saw you play. I know what you did. And so uh, that's the beauty of challenge. It's an I dare you. You know, I triple dog there, you type of type of deal. And what do you say? And it is truly what you say to that challenge and what you do from that, you know, comment that you proclaim, uh, like, no, I'm going to make it come hell or high water or whatever. Uh, And what you do, that is what makes people say, look at that. Right. Yeah. And not only people, you yourself have to look in the mirror, smile, and say, look at that.
1: Yeah. 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 You make a good point because, like you mentioned earlier, you can't measure heart. You know, you can measure something from the outside, like they would measure me, five, ten, or fifty-seven pounds, but you can't measure heart. And you can't measure a burning desire and how bad someone wants it. And they didn't know what I was willing to sacrifice. They didn't know the work I was willing to put in to be able to prove them wrong. I wasn't trying to really have a 9-year career. I was trying to prove them wrong because they kept saying I couldn't do it, you know, and it's it's one of the journeys you learn in life and even applies to leadership. Not everyone's going to understand your journey. Not everyone's going to understand the choices you make. You know, there's dream stealers everywhere and that's okay. It's not for them to understand your choices and your journey. It's for you to understand them and for you to commit to them. And that's what I did. And you know, I guess you could say the rest is history after that.
0: It sure is. Now let's go to the, just so your last one is obstacles. And I I like obstacles because similar to uh, adversity, Um, You know, uh, some of these things are just, you just can't control. Um, You know, you're, you're, you're doing construction and you find, you know, an ancient grave site (laughs) Mm -hmm. who, who knew, right? (laughs) Nobody (laughs) knew until you dug. And so some of these things are immovable, right? That, that like in construction, that site is no longer able to be constructed. Um, But some of these are objects Mm -hmm. and, it's what you do with the object that, where the results come in. So talk to me about obstacles. Yeah, obstacles
1: is, like you mentioned, it's, it's, a, it's something that's more in our control. But it's first helping an individual to understand, okay, it's just a speed bump. It's not the Great Wall of China. So first getting them in the right frame of mind that this is conquerable, okay? But to, in order to conquer an obstacle, you got to have some kind of game plan. You gotta have some kind of strategy, something you can implement that's gonna allow you to put yourself in a position to conquer the obstacle. Because it doesn't happen just automatically. And so, this is where I, I love what I love about this word is because there's gotta be a little bit more strategy, there's gotta be a thought process. But once you put that game plan together, then it's all about execution. So it's taking a game plan and executing it. And typically, if someone is able to effectively do that, they're typically going to conquer that obstacle. Like I mentioned to you earlier, I was cut, I was rejected. But I went home, I put together a game plan on how I was going to strengthen my knee because I was recovering from an ACL surgery. That's why I had funked the physicals. But I put together a game plan with my trainer, with my doctor. What do I need to do to get this knee stronger? And then I implemented that game plan. A couple months later, Enrique, I don't know how much you know about the 40-yard dash. But I came in the cheese camp. I ran a 4-3. And I had never run below 4-3. I was a 4-4 guy. I came back bigger, stronger, faster. And the obstacle was gone after that because I had conquered it
0: outstanding I, I love those uh those stories of of the impossible right? this in, immovable <clears throat> object you know i don't know now before i was healthy <clears throat> and i could run this this far this fast now mm-hmm. i have an injury and you're telling me i can come back and do it better That's amazing. It's amazing. And and you mentioned there, you can't, you can't measure heart Uh, that there's this is this one thing that just burns inside of you and, and you're going to do it. So uh, uh, encouraging, encouraging the story there uh, for, for those that are seeing and facing obstacles right now, you could come back stronger and faster if you have a game plan. So JJ, uh, Fasco, uh, it's going to be, I, I, I hope you got t-shirts or hats. <laughs> I want to wear it so that people get asked me about it, but what a, what a conversation around, uh, you know, overcoming, uh, about your decisions, right? How your decisions affects these things. Uh, and I'm so blessed to have shared this morning with you. Uh, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, uh, find out more about your, speaking about your books about uh you know having you share FASCO with them how would they do that
1: yeah it would be best to go through my website jjburden.com um you can like I said learn about my speaking you can look at some of my clips you can access you can access my book too and um yes yeah, as you can tell it's a it's a topic I'm very passionate about because I've dealt with it myself and I shared with you before we started that you know, I played the NFL at nine, for nine years at 5'10", 157 pounds. And the average NFL player, his career is less than two years. The average NFL player is 6'2", 245. So when I talk about overcoming FASCO, dealing with the odds, being the underdog, I know a little something about that. So I'm always willing to share that with companies and leaders and how I can help them raise the bar of their performance.
0: Outstanding. So I'm going to put your website as part of the video so people can get a hold of you. Uh, folks and leaders that are listening out there, you know, failure, adversity, setbacks, challenges and obstacles, it's not the end of, end of it. It's not, it's it's a decision point. And what you have to realize is that there, to every decision point, there has to be an answer. What is going to be your answer to any one of these subjects that we covered today? And that is what will determine your success down the road. JJ, once again, thank you for being with me, sharing this time and the topic. Uh, For all those listening, thank you for being with us. And as we like to uh, close this show, success to you.